Hi, this is Ray Duckler, uh, back for another podcast. In my series of podcasts I began a couple of months ago, today we have a woman named Kathy LaPierre uh, Pennecook, and uh, I wrote a story about Kathy um, recently about the loss of her dog, Poppy, a pit bull mix. Um, what happened was, well, actually, I'll let Kathy tell us what happened, but Poppy was killed in an accident with a car. Um, it's, it was an escape, an accidental escape, and the person driving did not stop, and that's the basis for the story. And uh, obviously, it was devastating for Kathy and her family. So, Kathy, welcome. Hi there. How are you? All right, good. Tell us, tell us what happened. Uh, well, it was Black Friday. Um, I have an art show that would have happened Saturday. I didn't make it. I'll have to tell you about that later. But um, I was bringing in some lumber and some other supplies to build a backdrop, um, really large items. So I have to go through a gate and two different doors. And um, upon coming in, I tried to kick the door closed behind me. And instead of locking like it's done a thousand other times, it just bounced back. Um, the snow and ice build up from the storm the night before just you know, messed up the gate. So unfortunately, that happened. Um, I made it in the house, shut the doors, thought I shut the doors. Um, somehow the dogs ended up outside, and I forgot to go back out and check the gate. And I will forever kick myself for not going back out and checking, but it's life, man. I've got a three-year-old little boy. I've got the dogs, my husband, my teenage daughter, everybody's mom, mom, you know, jumping on me, you know, help, things all over the place, putting bags down, in all that commotion. They got outside, and uh, they ran out in the road, and unfortunately, my baby got killed. Um, they didn't stop. We didn't hear anything. Um, they, they're they gone. Um, it's been a week now. I don't hold any hope that we're going to find them, but at this point, I just want to build awareness to let people know that it is the law in New Hampshire that you stop and report hitting a dog. Um, um, the outpouring of love that I've gotten from people since this happened has been tremendous, and I, I thank you for writing this article and for, you know, all the people out there that have really been supportive through this. It's been really hard. Uh, obviously, listeners can tell how emotional this is. If you have a dog or a cat, you know. I have a cat. I can't imagine. Um, name is Kukla, by the way. <laughs> um, what what happened? P Peanut, Peanut came home. Correct. And um, then um, obviously Poppy did not. So just to, if you can if you can keep it together enough to just go through that. Yeah. Stay strong. Just what happened, and then we'll move on. In that Absolutely. Area. Um, well, they both made it out. Peanut's really fast. She's very small and skinny and very very fast. I, I wonder if there's some greyhound in there or something. But right. anyways, they Peanut came home and she was dancing around and acting really funny when I let her in. And I opened the second door and there was Poppy laying on the ice. She had somehow managed to crawl all the way back up my driveway, up five steps and across my 12 foot deck before flopping down on the ice outside my, outside my door. Right, right, right outside the door. Yeah, Wait. she made it home. She knew to come home. Um, at first I was hoping that she was just being silly and I checked her and I realized she was seriously injured. She had a lot of damage to her mouth and her teeth and she had road rash up her stomach, and um, my husband put her on a wooden shelf we found in the garage. We made it into a makeshift um, board for her, and he took her to caves, and I kissed her goodbye in the truck, and I knew I was never going to see her again. You, I just, you I knew, knew. You knew that it was serious. It, um, I knew the extent of the damage was just too much. So I said my goodbyes, and I told her I was so sorry. I kissed her goodbye, and it was the last time I saw her. I actually have to go pick up her remains after I leave here. You had her cremated? Yes. 
interesting part of the story is that, um, well, first of all, let's let's do this. Um, tell me about Poppy's personality. <laughs> tell us about Poppy. She was such a goober. Um, she was a goober. She was okay. a big goober. Anybody, anyone that has pit bulls know they're they're very goofy and funny, and they're so cuddly and lovable. They act more like big chubby cats. <laughs> they really? want to cuddle and they nuzzle up against you and constant kisses and love. And they're big scaredy cats. People think they're big scary dogs. They're really not. With you know, originally they were actually bred to be um, nanny dogs for people's children. So, Didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't they're know that. Be, be, uh, it's a it's a um, Inaccurate and unfair reputation? It is. And absolutely, there's bad ones out there. I mean, people breed dogs every day to do horrible things, to do good things. Things happen. I mean, it, but it could be any dog. It's not breed specific. Now, you have an interesting background with dogs. You're not just a woman who has had a dog or two. Tell us your background, about the, which will show your passion for dogs. Yeah, I, I definitely love them. I've had them as long as I've been alive. My parents always had them. Um, I've had dogs myself, and I also work for a rescue. It's called Granite State Paw Rescue out of Gosstown, New Hampshire. Um, I've rescued, excuse me, not rescued, I've fostered probably 30 to 40 dogs um, over the last two or three years. So that means you, you care for them until someone comes along and gives and, them and a permanent home. Them. Correct. So yeah. 30 to 40 over the last, how long? I'd say two, two and a half, uh, three years, I'd say, because my son's three. I think I started right before I had him. And how many dogs ha have you had at one time, the most you've had at one time in your house? Five. Five at one time. Including my own five, yes. Right. So that would be Poppy and Peanut, and then three other dogs who were you who were looking for homes, plus your kids and your husband. Correct. And <laughs> my son was maybe eight months old so at that time. <laughs> eight months old. So pandemonium <laughs> at the LaPierre house. So Fun, from, though. What's that? Fun pandemonium. Oh yeah, no good pandemonium. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom to my little guy, so I'm home with them, so I can put the time and the care into them that they need. What's your son's name? Brayden. And he's three. Yes. So did he? Uh, he is old enough to notice that Poppy is gone, or he recovered he really, very quickly, or what? He really hasn't noticed. I showed him some pictures, and he'll say Poppy, Poppy, but he's—I just don't think he's under. Uh, I can't even speak. I'm sorry. I'm still upset. It's okay. Um, he's still too young to understand. He right. hasn't really said anything, so I'm probably better off. You know, I don't want him to be upset. The um, there is a law. Uh, you you stated that there's a law. That if a person hits a dog, that they're they're supposed to stop. Yeah. Uh, now, now, I, I the the person was probably panicked, scared, Absolutely. didn't want to face, didn't want to face uh, reality. Absolutely. What would have happened? What would would your mindset be like now, a week later, if that person had stopped and knocked on your door and said, "Excuse me, miss, I'm really sorry, but I hit your dog." What would have happened then, and what would, where would you have been now? Oh, mentally? I still would have been devastated and angry and really hurt, but at least I would have been able to forgive them. Um, accidents happen. I mean, it, it happens to everybody. It could have happened to anyone. It's it's unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is. So here we are. So the the column ran. My column ran, and there was some. Uh, it, it was really well read. Not because of my writing, but because when you write about a dog, especially a dog that passes away, everybody reads it. It's amazing. Those yeah. are the most popular stories. Those and sex. Those are the two <laughs> most popular stories. People can relate. People can relate to yeah. dogs, and they can relate to sex. Okay. Um, so now there were letters. There were comments below the story on the website. 
and some a lot of them were um, expressed sympathy and they were very sad for you and they were grieving with you but there were others that were just mean-spirited about uh, uh, explaining that you should have been more careful. Mm -hmm. Tell me about what, I guess, your family members or friends told you about those letters. You didn't see them? Yeah. Um, on Facebook, I belong to several different dog groups, pit bull groups, rescue groups, things like that. And um, I had mentioned it. And I, again, I got a lot of love and outpouring from people, a lot of support. And there were some few, um, a few negative comments. I had some private nasty messages. Um, immediately just blocked them goodbye um, and then my friends and family stepped up and said hey you know what don't even come back on here and look just give yourself some time to heal if anything important comes up we'll make sure you know um, so I didn't see any of those negative negative comments I mean everyone has their own opinion but that's what it is it's their opinion they're entitled to it but that doesn't make it right what was the criticism that just being an irresponsible what was the, the criticism was directed at you for being an irresponsible one, careless Dog owner, Correct. Right? The one and only comment that I did read, I had actually shared with you when I saw you last, and it was that one person that said, how could you let her run loose to get hit by a car? This didn't have to happen, etc. Um, you know, it was really hurtful, and that, that one comment was enough for me not to go back for a few days because I didn't, I couldn't read that. I just couldn't. I mean, I'm, I'm devastated, and this was an accident. That's what it is. It's called an accident for a reason. Um, I didn't mean for this to happen, and you know, my husband is now tearing down that gate, building a second one, putting on a new lock, putting a second gate at the bottom of the steps. I mean, really? Oh yeah. That says a lot. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that that this can't happen again, because like I said earlier, I mean, this could have been my, one of my kids. I mean, this this is devastating. What about this strategy now for emotional healing? Will you um, will you get another dog to hang out with Peanut? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I still plan on continuing the foster. Um, I have to. I mean, there's so many out there. People don't understand how many, really. There are so many dogs that need homes. The spay and neuter laws up in the um, northern part of the country have really done their job, which is great. And you'll notice people have a tough time finding dogs if they don't pay several, several hundred dollars to get one from a breeder. A lot of our dogs come up from um, the southern states. so. But there's just, there's so, so, so many. So I, I have to help the babies. I have to. <laughs> I, I think it's great that you do that as an animal lover. Any, any animal lover will feel good that you do that. Can you explain the procedure maybe about how you, it comes about to foster a dog from the south? What's the procedure that you go through to, to do it? Um, well, they basically just uh, message me on Facebook or text me and just say, hey, we have this dog that just came up. Um, would you like to foster this dog? And they, they know, you know, if I've got children or, you know, pets or family or whatever, they know already what basically what type of things those dogs can handle. Some dogs don't like children or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I go and I pick them up myself. I'll drive to, you know, wherever the dog is and go get them, usually at the foster's house, excuse me, the rescue owner's house in Goffstown or at one of our um, veterinary offices that we use. And I'll go pick them up once they've made it through quarantine for a couple days. Um, then they just, they come to my house and they become part of my family. I treat them just like they're one of my own. And eventually they rescue the... The rescue messaged me again and says we have a, an approved application. You know, these people would love to come out and meet the dog. They come to my house. We fill out paperwork. I take a photo, and off they go to their happy, happy home. It's it's a nice process. It, it was hard at first letting them go because, you know, especially the little ones, you get attached. But after the first couple times seeing people cry, happy, just so excited to get their new dog, it's, it's totally worth it, and you get used to it. Have you any, any adventures with uh, a rescue dog where it was kind of chaotic at the house because of <laughs> the dog was a little rowdy or no, actually rambunctious? I've, no, I haven't really had anything like that. I've had uh, 
I've had a lot of really good dogs. I'm, I'm pretty lucky. We had a couple of puppies that had gotten sick with Parvo, but, you know, that was something they had brought up that we don't even know how they got it. I mean, any place along the line is, you know, they could have contracted it. It takes a long time for that to develop before they get sick. What's so. Parvo? Oh, Excuse par- me. It sounded oh, like an, okay. an Italian dish. I apologize. Dish. I'm, I'm, I'll have the antipasto <laughs> and the Parvo. And a side of Parvo, please. please. A side of Parvo. <laughs> Um, it's a it's a really nasty disease. It's kind of like the flu, but ten times worse in little puppies. And there's no cure for it. All you can do is hook them up to IV fluids and monitor their um, health and progress, and just basically keep them alive for about a week and a half to get them through it. It's it's really sad and it's really scary and it's very very expensive. Yeah, but the dog these puppies survived, right? They did. Ugh. They did. Okay, yeah. and who pays for this? We do. I don't personally, but the rescue does. Yeah, we would never uh, adopt out a dog that was sick when we had it. So. Very expensive. Um, there were actually five puppies in that particular litter, and four of the five um, ended up having parvo. It probably cost the rescue about $10,000 over that week and a half to take care of those babies. But they're all happy and healthy and in happy homes. So, yeah. $10,000. Wow. Um, yeah. I, yeah, with my cats, there's always that decision you have to make when you bring them to the vet. What? How much are you going to invest to to make sure that the pet is healthy? And is there a cutoff point where you say you just can't do it? Yeah. Horrible decision that pet owners know they have to make. Mm-hmm. Is pet insurance, is that a good idea or is that a scam? Um, honestly, I haven't tried the pet insurance. There's two things. There's pet insurance and there's pet wellness plans. My dogs have a wellness plan. Um, what that is, is it's, it's basically well visits. Um, Anytime I go into the vet with them, it doesn't cost me anything. No office visit. Any healthy visits, shots, teeth cleanings, things like that, all of that stuff is covered. I don't pay a dime. If my dog happens to get sick or injured and I have to go in, the office visit is still free, but any of those other um, tests or whatever, I get, I believe, a 20 or 30% discount on them. So, like I said, wellness plan. It's really just to make sure they stay well. Insurance is as you know, like people insurance. It's more expensive. Um, I don't have it for my dogs, but it's it's the same idea. Um, sick or healthy, if you have to take your animal into the hospital, then they're covered. Um, unfortunately, like I said, I've never used it, so I really don't know what the cost involves. But I do know that Caves, where we took Poppy, does uh, offer that service. I- so pet wellness plan mm-hmm. so that sounds like that would encourage you to bring your pet for a physical because it it's saves me free. So, it saves me so much money i probably save about seven or eight hundred dollars a year well how much are you paying for it i got to get in on this how um, much are you paying for your plan 35 dollars a month for each dog yes so 70 but so 700 whatever that is mm-hmm. 770 a year for the whole year yeah and I mean, you think an you're saving, visit, go ahead. Oh, excuse me. An office visit is about $50 just to walk through the door before they even touch the dog. So, um, you know, they go in at least twice a year. Again, they have their teeth cleaned. If, you know, they always seem to get into something or, you know, so they, they definitely go four or five times a year. So split that between two dogs and, you know, it's, it's racked up pretty fast. Right. That yeah. would be easily four figures. Mm-hmm. And um, so you are saving money. Yep. Interesting. $35 a month to uh, care for your pet and maybe save some money in the long run. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess that should wrap it up. Uh, do you, if, if somebody came forward now and said, look, uh, Kathy, I'm, it was me. I'm really sorry. I saw the story in the paper or what have you. I, I read the, I uh, heard the podcast and uh, I'm coming forward and I'm really sorry. What would you say to that person? Oh, what would I say? <laughs> well, I'd probably be angry, um, but I would talk to them. And, I, you know, I would ask them why. Why didn't you stop? Why didn't you 
tell us. I mean, she came home so they, they could see where she was going. Um, I just want to know why. I just, that's all. You know, I don't, I don't want anything. I don't want handouts. I don't, I don't want anything. I just want to know why. Yeah, it's a sad story. Um, but you got some, how long did you have Poppy for? Uh, we only had her a year and a half. All she right. would have been two in January. Well, a year, one and a half years of great companionship, right? Yeah, All right. Well, uh, go ahead. Did you have some last no, to say? No, I was just going to say she was my best buddy. You know, we were together every second. So, but I'm right I'm as a stay-at-home as a stay-at-home mom. It were you and Poppy. Yeah, she was my shadow. She'd sit on my lap if I sat down wherever I sat down, <laughs> and I mean wherever I sat down, she would follow me. <laughs> so. You know, she was a good girl. I'll, I'll miss her a lot, but I'll definitely think about getting another baby. Just We just need some time. Okay, that's a powerful story. All right, listen, Kathy, thank you very much. Sorry for your loss. Thank you so much. Ray. And um, I'll be back uh, actually later today. I'm going to be speaking to someone about the nativity scene downtown and the First Amendment rights and that issue. So I'll be back. Thanks for tuning in. This is Ray Duckler's podcast. I'll see you next time.